0: After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at ValHeart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete... Animal Communication Made Easy system available now on my website at ValHeart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Val the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Krista Dunlop, author, speaker, and environmental advocate. Using her own experience as a professional scuba diver, Krista has a unique perspective of the underwater world and the environmental crisis that we adults have caused. Krista strives to be a guardian of our blue planet and to remind children and adults of all that the underwater world has given us, namely human survival, beauty, and marine animal friendship. She offers inspirational speaking engagements, educational workshops, and Underwater Odyssey's publication series. Her work is all about empowering children through education to voice their environmental concerns and take individual responsibility and action to preserve our blue planet. Chris is the author of Underwater Odyssey's first environmental awareness educational activity book for children entitled Sick and Injured Marine Animals Tell Their Stories which will be available on June the 1st of 2011. Krista's website is underwaterodyssey.ca. She lives in Ottawa, Canada, and she shares her adventurous life with her two Shih Tzu dogs, Manna and Misha, and her umbrella cockatoo, Abby. Welcome, Krista. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure, Val. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so delighted. You know, I, I love... Scuba diving, I've always wanted to do that myself, so tell us more about how you got started Um, with underwater odyssey yeah let's well i i I was fascinated with your scuba diving also <laughs> okay yeah well uh,
1: what what, okay, uh, what i prefer first... you
0: to the ocean. Well, I first thought about
1: trying to make a difference in the Blue Planet when I became a scuba diver, actually, in 1988. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a professional scuba diver since 1994, I have a unique perspective of the underwater world and the environmental crisis we adults have caused. And in addition to that, when I vacation in Clearwater, Florida, I spend some of my vacation time volunteering on the um, dive stranding team okay. at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, which is a non-profit organization. And their mission is to rescue, rehabilitate, and release sick and injured marine animals. Okay. Um, so when I help out on the dive team um, to keep the marine animals' homes clean, I see the I, and I see a dolphin calf's tail that has fallen off because mm. it's gotten so tightly wrapped up in the crab trap line, mm. or I see a turtle's face mutilated by a boat propeller. Mm. All that comes to my mind is, what have we done?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh so then time and time again I find myself clearing my mouth to wash away my tears and as these marine animal friends that I've made simply try and to communicate and become friends with me.
0: Wow. Oh boy, that makes so much sense. You know, I I think when you've been up close and personal with what's really happening and like you said with the animals and the, you know, those that share our oceans, um it it touches you. you know, doesn't it change you?
1: Oh, definitely. Like a lot of times, you know, when you're scuba diving, you enjoy the beauty, you see, you know, the beautiful marine life, but there's always a background story. Yeah. And since I've been volunteering at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, this, I got to see the background story,
0: Mm.
1: which a lot of, you know, people, everyday people do not have the opportunity to see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you're doing what you're doing to help us all understand because not all of us can be there. You know, all of us, not all of us in the world that care about plant, animals and, you know, our, our ocean marine life and all of that. You said we, we can't be up close and personal right there like you are. So you're sharing with us what you're discovering and what's touching your heart and what you see as a need. And I'm really glad you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, yeah, yeah. it's so, my passion, <laughs> yeah, I hear that I hear that so So tell us some stories. Um, do you have any funny stories about interacting with your marine animal friends at the Clearwater Marine Auto- Oh, yes, I do <laughs> um one
1: particular one that just happened recently. I just came back from Florida actually um in early April, but um when I'm there, uh, one of the, the duties that I have dr- uh, on the dive team is I, I, when I dive down, I go in the pools and I scrub down a lot of the algae that it sometimes builds up. Oh, um. A lot of times <laughs> the dolphins will come over and they're very curious. So they'll come over and, and check me out to see what, what I'm up to.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyways, on this particular day, uh, a female dolphin uh, named Panama was in the pool with me okay. and a fellow diver. And she was trying very hard to figure out what you know, what the heck we were really doing there. So um, when we're in there, a lot of times the trainers from CMA have asked the divers not to interact with um, the marine animals when we're working underwater, as it may interfere with their daily training protocols. Uh-huh. So I just stayed focused on what I was doing. Um, but all along, I knew that she wasn't too far away from me. So while I was down in the water working away, I noticed that I kept on hitting something oh. with my fins behind okay. me. Okay. So I just simply thought, you know, must be the other diver that's, you know, working away mm-hmm. beside me and we don't have enough room to maneuver. So, um I just kept on moving away. Okay. And mm-hmm. continuing doing my work. Right. So have so therefore after we got out of the pool, uh finishing our work of um Couple of the fellow diver team members came up to me and said, Krista, you have no idea what was going on down there behind you, do you? So I just looked up and I said like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Then they told me that Panama was so close to me that she was actually, I was kicking her and not the other diver while I was working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> so, so they said the whole time I was working away, she would, you know, was staying really close to me so mm-hmm. that she could, you know, see what I was doing. Uh-huh. And then every time, and then every time I hit Panama with uh-huh. the fin, she would simply back up slowly to give me some room and continue watching <laughs> me while I was working. Oh,
0: that's
1: funny. <laughs> then they went on to tell me that um, every time we have scrub brushes to clean the pool,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: algae off. So she, they said, every time I would use the scrub brush and move up and down with it or side mm-hmm. to side, that she would mimic my movements in attempt to communicate with me. Oh well. Yeah. So anyways, in her final attempt to do whatever she could to communicate to me, mm-hmm. she um well, they actually told me that. She started to blow lots and lots of bubbles through her blowhole.
0: Oh wow.
1: And that the bubbles were like moving all around me.
0: Wow. So
1: they told me it was a really funny sight to see, but at the second you know and it also that it was also a very beautiful sight to see.
0: Wow. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. So so did Any idea what she was trying to communicate? I think
1: she was just, you know, trying to communicate the fact that, you know, she wanted to play and be involved in whatever it was that I was doing. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Give me a brush. I can do that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this some kind of new game? I don't understand. (laughs) Really, I want to play. Oh, That's too cool. I love that. Thanks for sharing Panama's story. That's so sweet. Uh, So, You say that you believe it's your personal responsibility to be a guardian of our blue planet, Mm -hmm. and you do a lot of work to remind children and adults, too, of all that the underwater world has given us, Um, and I know you're very professionally and personally passionate about it, so how do you incorporate that passion into your professional career?
1: Oh, Actually, through my business communications company, Krista Gallup & Associates. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um I decided to sponsor a corporate environmental awareness initiative. Okay. Um, Underwater Odyssey as a means to help preserve our blue planet. Wow. Um, uh, within Underwater Odyssey my vision is to shape the young reader's experience so that the children can find order, meaning, and beauty of the blue planet itself. Mm. And um I feel I have accomplished this by carefully nurturing you know, the young children's imaginations by providing windows in which they can, you know, look through into the world, empowering them to voice their environmental concerns. Yeah. And I really believe that the future of our blue planet and its, you know, environment rests in the hands of our children. Yeah. And through the creation of uh, the Underwater Odyssey publication series, I can address my personal corporate responsibility and also fulfill my passion at the same time.
0: Right. So you do a lot of work with kids. Um, so right.
1: Well, in diving, I'm around children a lot Okay. that are interested in diving. But um, through my my corporate company, Krista Dunlop and Associates, mm-hmm. I'm actually a business communications consultant. So I do a lot of publication work okay. with the government, federal government, and private sector. So
0: I'm okay. a writer at heart. <laughs> ah, I, I love that. Yes. yes. So <laughs> I, you know, I hear that in your, you know, in your. Speaking and in your passion and, and what you're doing, which is to reach as many, you know, as possible uh, through the written word. And uh, what I what I find interesting here is that our children are very aware, I think, of what we're actually what's happening in the planet. So I love now they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do. They have concerns. They want to voice them. They want to make a difference. They can see what's wrong and they want to change it. So if we empower them, they actually can.
1: Exactly. And I'd I'd just like to share with you another story. While I was okay. volunteering or still volunteering at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, mm-hmm. um, there's other areas that I sometimes volunteer in and one of them is to introduce um the dolphin shows before okay. the shows actually start. Okay. And a couple of times uh before I did that, I would just up you know, off the top of my head, invite a couple of children down. Mm -hmm. Um, on the platform and I would just simply ask them questions like um, if you had a wish um, with respect to improving the environment what would it be and Val I was totally amazed at how freely and comfortable the children were at voicing their opinions Mm. it was amazing and you know and then I would ask them another question and say well um, what particular projects or what have you done personally to help preserve the blue planet. Mm-hmm. And they were just naming things off the top of their head left and right. Mm-hmm. So freely and so easily.
0: Wow. Oh,
1: so they really do know what is going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They do more than we think and more than we we adults, you know, who tend to just get stuck in the day-to-day life, you know, life and mm-hmm. survival and you know, um kind of keep our heads down and just keep going, <laughs> you know, <laughs> living our life, you know, and doing the best we can with what we're aware of. So, um, I, I love, so, this is so good. I'm so glad you're doing this. So, so you decided to write non-fiction for young readers involving, yeah. you know, revolving around environmental awareness. So, what made you decide to actually do that? What, I mean, to jump into this. This is quite a quite a feat for a business <laughs> consultant. <laughs> uh,
1: well, in school, my favorite subject was English, mm-hmm. and it was actually one of the, the easiest subjects for me to you know to, to partake in in school. Okay. And um, another reason was I had fulfilled my dream of becoming a scuba diver, and then I actually had the <laughs> opportunity to swim with dolphins at the dolphin research center in marathon florida mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was um after that i began volunteering um as a diver on the dive team at the clearwater marina okay. Aquarium. so it didn't take me long to realize i was actually living my passion wow. and then i shouldn't take it for granted
0: mm-hmm. okay you know there's
1: a lot of people in the world who you know talk about their passion but you know don't really live it and i i came to realize that i was living my passion And I realized that my destiny had been carved out for me, and I appreciated the gift that I've been given. And I really want to share this beautiful opportunity I've been given to make many marine animal friends share their knowledge and that I've gained about them and our present environmental concerns, as well as my scuba diving um, adventures with young children and adults.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. So a lot of kids are wanting to get into scuba diving.
1: Oh, for is sure. Really? You know, scuba oh, yeah. diving, you can start at, you know, about age 10, but, you know, before that, they can learn to snorkel. I love it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, And they yeah. can experience, you know, coral reefs and mm-hmm. everything that's going on with the coral reefs and so forth. So there's so much children actually can do. Mm-hmm. Besides just voicing their opinions, they can take action and become scuba divers
0: at such a, you know, a young age. Yeah. Oh, And, you know, I think that changes... Their life. It changes the, like you're talking about your destiny, it would change their destiny. You know, when you get up close and personal uh, with what's really in the oceans, you know, you, mm-hmm. you begin to care and, mm-hmm. you know, what we know and what we know we love and care about and what we'll, we we'll preserve and protect. And what we don't know, we don't value.
1: Exactly. You know, when right. you, when the kids, you know, begin to learn how to snorkel and scuba dive,
0: yeah.
1: they are then provide an opportunity for, a, a, you know, a visual Yes, rather than just learning from books and so forth,
0: right—a three-dimensional, up-close and personal encounter, mm-hmm. right—that will change their life. So, sick and injured marine animals tell their stories. That's the first volume of your Underwater Odyssey publication series. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you put a, a lot of research, because uh, it has a lot of technical information and all of that. How did you go about researching all the information for the publication?
1: Well, yes, there's a lot of research that must be done to ensure that the young readers receive accurate information. So um, my background, as you know, is in business communications, and yes, uh, being a professional scuba diving, so initially I had to um, do a lot of technical research that's available in books, online, etc.
0: Okay.
1: Um, But I also... Um, because I'm not a biologist, I, I actually called upon the expertise of Danielle um, O'Neill, okay. who is a, a marine biologist um, at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, and okay. I truly appreciate her taking the time to review the content of the workbook mm-hmm. and confirming the validity of the facts itself. Okay. Yeah. Danielle's is the uh, manager of sea turtles program at the mm-hmm. uh, Clearwater Marine Aquarium, and she's been so lucky. Um, to work with, you know, a variety of marine and uh, terrestrial animals in her career.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. So she's She's the manager of the Sea Turtles program and I love sea turtles. I have the most beautiful picture of a sea turtle in my office. <laughs> I'm looking at it <laughs> right great. now. That's great. I Daisy. have a little, <laughs> I
1: have, I have a, a little buddy at the aquarium I call Bailey. Well that is actually his name.
0: Bailey. But I call
1: him my little buddy Bailey. And, buddy um, Bailey.
0: He, oh I love that.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. got quite the little story actually.
0: I bet he does. How he came there. <laughs> Oh well, I would love to hear it, but I tell you what, let's move on. Um, have you ever had any unusual or embarrassing moments while volunteering and researching all of this? Oh, uh,
1: yes I have actually. Um, when I first um when I first started uh researching for sick and marine um sick and injured marine animals tell their stories, I basically knew nothing about biology. Um this is when, actually, I started volunteering at CMA um, and became friends with my buddy, Bailey, oh, okay. who was a green sea turtle. Oh, a green um, sea turtle. Okay. Right. Um, Bailey came to um, CMA after he got caught up in a fisherman's net that was dropped into a fisherman's boat oh. with all of the other fish oh. um, that the, the fisherman had caught. And sadly, when they dropped the net... Bailey was dropped on the back of his shell, mm. and he came um, partially paralyzed.
0: Oh, my God. So
1: now Bailey has his own pool at CMA. Okay. And also, although he can swim around, he's permanently disabled. Oh, wow. And when you watch him, you can still notice that he bobs in the water up and down from okay. the injury that he received. Okay. Um, but in addition to this injury came another little problem. Oh,
0: uh-oh, okay. <laughs> Bailey
1: has digestive problems.
0: Oh no. <laughs> and must
1: and must have actually regular enemas to ensure his digestive tract is kept
0: clear. He has to have enemas
1: to keep Yeah. Oh
0: my god, it oh, is awful. Oh. <laughs> so right. when I first
1: for, so when I first saw this procedure being done by my friend Danielle, who's um uh of that tech, I thought to myself, You simply gotta love these animals to be able to perform such a procedure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. And actually a
1: picture of Bailey can be seen on the on my Underwater Odyssey
0: website. Okay, and that uh that's www.underwaterodyssey.ca. Yeah. Um, I want to spell it U N D E R W A T E R O D Y S S E Y.ca. Yes. Um, Or you said they can also see it at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium website.
1: Yes. -hmm. And um, they can go to SeaWinter.com.
0: Okay. Uh, SeaWinter.com. You were telling me something earlier about SeaWinter.com. Do you want to tell us about that?
1: Yes, actually. We have um, at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, there is actually a little celebrity dolphin named Winter.
0: Oh, oh they, okay. Yes,
1: yes, and just recently um there has been a movie produced okay. and it's called Dolphin Tail.
0: Dolphin Tail, okay. And,
1: yes, and it is I believe it's scheduled to come out early October. And it's about this uh bail or it talks about actually Winter's true story wow. about her losing uh being stranded and her losing her tail actually. Wow. And it's all about hope and um encouraging young children who maybe have disabilities and mm-hmm. so forth.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So it's it's a family movie coming out in October as I mentioned and actually there is um um a movie trailer clip oh, that okay. everyone can go and have a peek at again SeaWinter.com. Uh, so I would encourage everybody to go to the website and have a look at it. I think you'll be very amazed the movie clip and everything that's on the website regarding winter and the oh, other animals
0: there i love that i oh, so, cool. <laughs> so cool i love you know everything that brings our awareness you know to what's going on is so wonderful and i love
1: actually it. and and a lot of ho- high profile movie stars actually were involved in the movie oh, really? there was morgan freeman oh. ashley judd you know a lot of the a lot of the celebrities came together to put this movie together which so i was glad. like really amazed with
0: yeah Oh, how wonderful! Oh, thank you, thank you, everybody for for doing all of this. Every uh, everybody who goes into it, you know, that makes these things uh, possible, uh, is just uh, such a blessing, you know, to the world. So, thank you. Ah, oh, we'll, we're going to take a moment to send some love <laughs> <I look laughs> your way. <laughs> oh gosh! So, you said that sick and injured marine animals tell their stories. This is coming out in June of 2011, Mm -hmm. so if you're listening to the show before then, be sure and make a note to check it out, Um, and if it's after then, by the time you're listening to this, be sure and check it out, too. So, um, where can they find copies of it?
1: Well, there'll be copies on the Underwater Odyssey website that people can download as a PDF file. Okay. Um, Our distributor for um, the printed versions of the book will be through Lightning Source in the U.S., okay? And Lightning Source, um, the publications will be with Amazon, Baker & Taylor, Barnes & Noble, okay. et cetera. Um, and we also, the book will also be published as an ebook book oh, through okay. Smashwords. So okay. individuals who have um, a Sony reader, the Pocket Edition, Apple iPhone, okay. you know, the iPad will also be able to download the book.
0: Awesome. Oh, this is mm-hmm. so Cool.
1: <laughs> uh, you're doing
0: book signings and
1: you're doing... Um... Yes, I'll be doing book signings at schools, at libraries, uh corporations. I'll be targeting corporations a lot because um, a portion of all the profits from all of these publications that we'll be producing will be directed to um, the Clearwater Marine Aquarium and also the Project AWARE Foundation.
0: Excellent. Tell us a little more about Project, the Project Aware Foundation. What, what is that all about?
1: Project Aware Foundation is an affiliate company of PADI, and PADI is the Professional um, Association of Diving Instructors. That oh. is the um, association that I belong to as a scuba right. diver, professional scuba oh, diver. Oh, okay. So their uh, mission is basically to educate okay. children and adults about um, our environmental issues. Um, and also to do research work. Mm. So um, I've personally chosen these two organizations to direct a portion of the profits from these publications as I'm, okay. I'm very, very close to both of them.
0: Excellent. That makes a lot of sense. Good. And I know they need our support. Um, yeah. you as well. So um, what other publication ideas do you have for the Underwater Odyssey series?
1: Well, I'm presently working on a second one right now, and it is um, about the great... Gulf of Mexico Oil Spell.
0: Ooh, okay. Mm.
1: Yeah. So it's, once again, it will be a um, coloring activity book for kids. Okay. Um, the other ones that are planned in the future are the Endangered Marine Animals. Okay. Uh, the other one is Coral Reefs, and another one is Marine Animals and Native Legends.
0: Ooh, that sounds very interesting.
1: Uh, oh, I,
0: I just want to talk about that. <laughs> now I want to talk about that. So um, the endangered marine animals, um, the coral reefs I know are such an amazing feature of the ocean and such so critically important to the health of the ocean. Um, and the yes. native legends, oh, that is so much fun. Wow. I've done a lot okay. of
1: work with the uh, Aboriginals and more oh, particularly okay. with the World Commission on Aboriginal People. So I've met many um, elders, uh, medicine medicine, um, women and men.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
1: they're very, very open to working with me on this.
0: Oh, how wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I that. I love don't know that. if you're
1: familiar with totem animals, but, mm-hmm. um, there's, totem animals provide, um, lessons for all of us to learn. Mm-hmm. And totem animals, involve, you know, involve like the wolf, the dog, the dolphin, the whale. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be incorporating all those native legends into the educational, um, book that
0: revolves around this particular publication. Mm, I love that. What a brilliant idea. Mm. <laughs> oh man. So, so let's just talk about scuba diving for a minute. You said it's a, a sport that anyone can do and you can start it as early as about 10 years old. Yeah. Um, tell us a little more about scuba diving.
1: What? Well, scuba diving, um, actually, is a sport that anyone can do and start, as I mentioned, at a very early age.
0: Yeah.
1: I've even seen amputees scuba diving. Wow. It's also a great family sport with lots of adventure and educational benefits built into it. Okay. And, um, it's even a sport that everyone can enjoy, even in, even, uh, into their elderly years. I mean, if you just look at Jacques Cousteau,
0: mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm.
1: you know, he was diving right up to, you know, shortly before he passed away. Wow. And when you do scuba dive, out, it's like mm-hmm. truly going to another planet to, you know, to explore all its wonders.
0: Wow, you know, we look at space as the final frontier, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, exactly. And I um, mean, here
1: we have our <laughs> yeah,
0: but but the the oceans cover so much of our planet, exactly. and most of us are are largely unaware. We're we're more aware of the of outer space than we are of our inner space and our blue oceans and the blue, right, the blue planet. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what do you do when you're not scuba diving? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm not scuba diving, I spend a lot of
1: quality time with the loves of my life, okay. which are my dogs, Man and Misha, which uh, are chihuahuas. Okay. And and my parrot, Abby.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you During, do you have umbrella uh, umbrella cockatoos.
1: Yeah, she's an umbrella cockatoo. Oh, they use, wow. They're known for being what they call love sponges. Very affectionate, very oh, needy. <laughs> love and fun. they have like a mentality of a two-year-old. So okay. for those of you who have human children, <laughs> yeah. you can imagine. I yeah. go through the same thing with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and during the winter months, we like to hang out watching the movies together on the couch. okay. okay. Yeah, and then we go up to. I have a cottage up in the Quebec side, so I bring oh, okay. them up there, and we romp around up there. So okay. we we hang a lot, hang out a lot together. Just
0: hang. I love that. <laughs> this is so fun. I love that. Okay, so um, so environmental awareness has really grown leaps and bounds in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And so, what are your thoughts on the future of environmental awareness?
1: Um, I believe the future of our environment world rests in the hands of our young children, actually. Okay. Um, as a professional scuba diver, I personally believe um, it's my personal responsibility to be a guardian to the blue planet, mm-hmm. and it's through the creation of the Underwater Odyssey publication series that I can address my personal re- you know corporate responsibility as a garden uh, okay. guardian, and I'm able to educate and empower children to voice you know their individual concerns about their future blue planet. So, um, I'd actually like to take this opportunity and invite other corporations to join me on this exciting journey to create a Blue Planet legacy, you know, one that we can all be proud of leaving to our children Mm
0: -hmm. and generations
1: to come through, um, you know, Corporate Environmental Education Program fundraising initiatives and that is one of the um, venues in which I will be, you know, um, promoting my book, I'll be contacting corporations and and speaking to
0: them and encouraging them to work with me. Okay. Well, and I certainly hope they do. It's a a worthy cause uh, by all means. Um, So what would you like our audience to do next? Is there anything that that you would like to encourage them to take action on or uh, that would help in in the in the journey in your
1: oh uh, yes actually reality. as I mentioned you know I truly believe the future of the environment we're, um, rests in the hands of our young children mm-hmm. and Val you know what the reality is we adults have caused today's environmental crisis
0: yeah
1: and therefore I believe it's our responsibility as adults to educate our children and future generations to come to preserve their future blue planet so. You know, what I'd like to stress is remind them, guide them, and educate them. Okay. And I also have um, actually a favorite quote from Jacques Cousteau, okay. and this quote is, The impossible missions are the only ones which succeed. Hmm. So I'd like to take this opportunity once again to invite corporate businesses to join me. Okay. Uh, You know, and... Create a blue planet legacy again, one we can all be proud of to give to our kids,
0: yeah, right oh. so the other thing they of course can do is support your work by getting their own copy of sick and injured yes, marine
1: animals um they can purchase, yes, they mm-hmm. can purchase the um sick and injured marine animals, tell their stories on the underwater odyssey website, okay um they can purchase it through lightning source, the distributor um directly or it will be distributed through Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. And again, um it'll also be distributed through SmashWords, uh as an ebook right. ebook version. So it'll be on Amazon also. Right. Um, you know, through the ebook
0: versions. Right. Right. So every every a child needs a copy of this. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the age, what's the age frame, uh, or, or the, it's the,
1: a coloring activity book, so I would, I would say, uh, five years
0: okay. and up. About five years old and up. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So everyone that any, that knows any children in that age frame, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, get them a copy, help them learn to, help them educate, uh, about, uh, help the, uh, help educate them about our planet help guide them, remind them that, you know, the truth is is that we've borrowed our planet from our future, from our children, um, and that we do, in fact, have a responsibility <clears throat> to take care of what we have. And I love how you term it the Blue Planet legacy. So, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. It, just,
1: it just came to my mind. It just came, and I thought, okay, that's this is what I'm going to use. <laughs>
0: right, I got it. And it makes so much sense to me because this is what we'll leave. Do we want to leave a dead planet, or do we want to leave a thriving, surviving blue planet? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. So any final thoughts um, or, or stories you want to share just to help bring the point home?
1: Well, I think, um, once again, I really encourage everybody to make a point to go to um, Clearwater Marine Aquarium's website, seewinter.com. Take a look at that, um Winter Tales movie trailer. It's coming mm-hmm. out soon. Mm-hmm. Um it is a bit of a tearjerker, but it's a true story and it's all, it's also very an uplift, uplifting story. Okay. And um I just, you know, really, truly, I think if, ev- if everybody just takes a, takes the time to, to see this movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'll just be totally amazed.
0: Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. I, it's hard for me to even imagine a tailless dolphin, so I have to go look at that right now. <laughs> so, so it's see winter like go see her, like S-E-E, winter. Seewinter.com. To- dot com. Dot com. Right. Uh, and I know that the more that we support these kinds of movies um, and activities and, you know, uh, organizations, uh, the more support we give them, the more of a difference you all can make.
1: Exactly. And the movie itself, it's a very inspiring, true story. Wonderful. It's it's Mm family-oriented. Everybody will love it. All age groups will love it. Oh,
0: It's it's so great. (laughs) Krista! thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Well, thank you so
0: much, Val, for inviting me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, thank you for all the work you're doing. And I want to hear more. So when you come out with the rest of them, let's get back together because I am just dying to hear <laughs> about the native <laughs> legends and the, and the <laughs> and all the other, the coral reef. I want to hear a lot more about it. So, oh, I'd love to. Great. Okay. Well, uh, let's leave it here and we'll pick it up next time. Thanks, Krista. Okay. Thank okay. you. Though. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, go to ValHeart.com forward slash blog. And if you're someone who values a non-invasive holistic solution to resolving problems with your dogs, cats, and horses, and you want better behaved, healthier, and happier animals, just go to my website at ValHeart.com to apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment session. And be sure and remember to look for my CDs on iTunes. Learning how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. So while you're there at my site, get my free Quick Start Animal Talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life.